Hey, welcome back to the pod crashed. This week, we're telling the story of Iberia Airlines Flight 1456. Thanks for listening. I am excited about this story. I oh, wanted yeah. to... This story... <laughs> this is no one's fault. But every time I've been like, oh, I want to tell this story... And then I would like look to, you know, watch videos and do research. Yeah. And some other channel would like on YouTube would always have like just put out their episode about this one <laughs> like three days prior. And I was like, yeah. oh, OK, I'll wait, <laughs> you know, because I don't want people to yeah. think that I'm like stealing it. I don't know. But right. And uh, sometimes it just happens, though. We've put out episodes and then like one day later, nobody if anybody puts a video out like within a week or of us doing this episode they obviously didn't steal it because videos take right. way longer to make right um i don't think anybody's stealing from us anyway <laughs> and i don't know it's all like publicly available yeah. information right but right no one exactly. has made a video i don't think about this one in a while so <laughs> <laughs> okay i can finally do it perfect um, i'm excited yeah and uh we're we're going back to a great year we're going back to 2001 wow is it a great year you know what yeah. i mean a year first half of the year was great we're going to the first half yeah we're going back to february 7th so All right. yeah. yeah it was a the, great year yeah right so this is a a, a lovely good. time we're yeah. in the new millennia we're exactly good. new millennium yeah. Like, don't even remember Y2K. You've right. eaten all of your, you've already eaten all your canned foods that were stocked in the basement. <laughs> like, Drink all that water. Right, exactly. Cell phones drank- are just becoming super popular. Right. But it's, like, fine if you don't have one. Like, maybe a family. Exactly. Like, you'll have a family cell phone. Yes. Like, cell phones like are that. entering the main sphere at this point. Right. Right. But you're not, like, But not, texting. like, attached to it, no. And certainly... No. Like, still in the flip phone era. Like, if... Oh, yeah. Or I think flip phone phones came after, actually. It was, like, just those this little Nokia, Nokia phones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were great. Um, it was, So, February 7th, 2001, we're doing uh, Iberia 1456. So, Iberia is the name of the airline. Um, it's a Spanish airline, obviously. So, Iberian Peninsula is the, like, little foot like the little club foot of mm-hmm. of europe <laughs> um with yeah well the boot is italy but right I guess, so yeah. the right. the the stubby foot of europe that um has spain and portugal on it oh, right, so right, right. i iberia airlines is uh a spanish airline um we're f- flying from barcelona to bilbao uh bilbao is the main airport in basque country so like the northern part of spain not the part that touches um france but the part that touches the the osho so Mm. um and uh so really short flight hour nothing we're flying an a320 so an Airbus A320, that is just a newborn babe. This this A320 was born in the year 2000. Wow. A beautiful, new, fresh plane. It was made for Iberia. It's not even like a secondhand beautiful. plane. <laughs> like so yeah. many of the ones we talk about are, because, you know, what else? Like, yeah. sometimes the plane outlives the airline, right? right. So <laughs> um, brand new A320. 
Um, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more in other contexts, but um, we've talked about it before. So Airbus and Boeing, the two main manufacturers of aircraft, um, one of the kind of maybe philosophical or kind of baseline differences between them is that Airbus bends toward more like computer, more like um, automation, more fly-by-wire systems, mm-hmm. and Boeing bends more toward like more control in the hands of the pilots. Mm. Um, a fly-by-wire system is a system where um, instead of when a pilot like moves the uh, controls, it actually is attached to a the control is attached to a physical cable that physically moves another part of the plane versus a fly-by-wire system, which is what they have on this aircraft, this A320, which means that you, uh, the pilot, uh, like, physically inputs something into the plane or, like, moves the controls, which tells the computer to move part of the plane. So if you want to, like, move the rudder on a Boeing, on most Boeing aircraft, you would move the rudder and it would physically be attached to a cable that was physically attached to the rudder and it would pull it. Mm. In this plane, if you want to move the rudder, you boop boop, the computer listens to what you said it should do, and then the computer tells the computer in the rudder to move, right? So Uh, It's making me uneasy that this was an option in 2001, though. Listen, Y2K, who 2K? (laughs) We're not afraid of, we're making, (laughs) who's afraid of computers? We're making this plane right now. It's the future, baby. So, so, uh, yeah. And this plane is, you know, brand new, brand spanking new. Yeah. So (laughs) we've got uh, three pilots today. And one of the pilots is brand spanking new. So we've got, um, we, the pilots are not named. I do not know the real names for these pilots, which means that I get to name them. What a hey. joy. <laughs> so um, the captain is a 42-year-old, um, like super experienced. He's like the captain, A, but he's also like the one providing the training for the trainee. And I'm just going to name him Paolo. And the first officer who is sitting in the jump seat behind the two pilots who are actually operating the aircraft he is 27 and i'm gonna name him miguel (laughs) and the trainee is 24 sweet baby boy i it's funny because like 24 seems so like fetal to me at this point right (laughs) but I was married, you were married, yeah. <laughs> like, you were well married. Yeah, you were we were living fully... life by 24. Yeah. We were, yeah, exactly. we were old maids by 24. Yeah, yeah, but, um, <laughs> but he's 24, and he's at the end of his, like, training, so he's got to do, um, like, he's obviously flying the real plane in the real world with real passengers on board, all of that, but he's still, he's got to fly in, like, different conditions go to different airports different um like daytime nighttime different visual conditions all of that before he gets his like final sign off so he's uh in the home stretch but he's still doing that getting all of his experience before he can he can be a full a real boy so uh yeah and uh 
that's what we're working with. New plane, new pilot. <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, where it's a really short. This is a really short flight. The flight from Barcelona to Bilbao is um, one hour ish, basically. Um, but we're flying at night, kind of. Well, so yeah, we're leaving at nine. We're gonna get there by ten, so just in time for dinner in Spain. <laughs> um, and uh, it's a clear night. The weather in Barcelona is fine. Should be fine. So here's the thing about Bilbao, this airport. I think somebody, uh, Bilbo Baggins, I had to say it. It's going to break my brain <laughs> if I don't. But Bilbao, B-I-L-B-A-O. Um, okay. It's, again, the main airport in Basque country um, and in Spain, depending on who you ask, whether it's in Spain or its own country. Yeah. Not gonna, I'm going <laughs> to leave it alone. So um, it is... The city of Bilbao is in a valley just south of the ocean, like 10 miles south of the ocean. And it's between the like two mountain ranges. Okay. So if you imagine like the Pyrenees Mountains are the mountains that separate France from Spain. So it's between the Pyrenees Mountains there and then the mountains in the like southeast that okay. are like the mountains in spain so those mountains those two mountain ranges being right there next to like on either side combined with like having to get down into a valley fast combined with being just south of the ocean means that bilbao is like the worst friggin airport to fly into Mm. it is like no guys I am shocked. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like there are some rough airports that are just like a real, real, real tricky. No, no, this is mm. crazy. Really? Okay. This stupid, this, I mean, beautiful, no doubt, beautiful airport <laughs> in a wonderful nation of Basque people. This right. airport is bananas. So A, it's, it's 2001. God bless them. They don't have like, they don't have like a ton of like updated features at the airport. Mm. Right. So they don't have like ILS system or anything like that. But they also don't have like updated like weather like checking Ooh. systems. They don't have like updated systems for um like warning pilots about wind shear and stuff like that. And wind shear is a problem yeah. <laughs> at this airport because uh, mountains <laughs> make literal waves, right? So the flight there is just going to be bumpy cuz you're flying over Mm. the waves made by in the air made by the mountains right right but then the mountains like pour their wind into this valley and then the ocean like pours wind in and it just makes it's bananas guys in the previous two weeks the two weeks leading up to february 7th the day that we are talking about there were Three weather-related incidents, no. including a plane that just got like blown right off the runway. Oh my <laughs> okay? god! It's, okay, wait. Can I ask though? Please. How is this regulated though? Like, is it Spain? Like, what if if by just by Spain? Because like, what if the pilots are like, no, I'm not fucking flying to that airport, or like, um, like if airlines say that, 
I think some airlines probably do, right? Okay. Because like, this this isn't like a huge airport. Um, I don't know what airlines do or don't fly here. I I, I just have no knowledge of that or mm. who who did or didn't fly there at this time. Right. But you figure like someday, ugh, add it to the pile. But someday I really want to talk <laughs> about the um airport that people fly into when they want to climb Everest because mm, that airport okay. again it's bananas it's it's right wild that it, like what a miracle there's a lot of crazy airports out there and some aircraft obviously can't fly there at all but some pilots can't fly there or some airlines won't fly there or whatever so okay. I don't know but it's also like I assume I do not know this. This is pure assumption about something that I don't understand. So just <laughs> skip ahead 30 seconds. But I assume that there's like political, like the the political system or like political situation of like Spain as like a nation of nations. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like the Spanish airline could just not fly to one of the autonomous regions. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like right. that might be a bad look. To say right. like, I don't know that, right. but I imagine that could be true too. Mm. Yeah. And like most of the planes land, I guess. Like so. <laughs> right. Fair. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But like, okay, this, there have been like five weather related incidents in like the last like couple months. Like it's just. And it's winter. Yeah. It's winter. So I don't, again, I, pardon my ignorance, but I mean, in most places, winter is means more weather, except mm-hmm. in like the southern United States. But um, like, I don't know. But this airport, again, in the last two weeks, they've had multiple weather related incidents. Yeah. On this day, in the preceding hours before this plane is going to land there. Today, on February 7th, 2001, three planes tried to land and were like, nope, and went around and then went and diverted. And three planes didn't even try to land, just started to like fly toward it. And we're just like, no, and diverted today on this day. So our sweet little Kike, I don't know if I said his name. I named the, um, the, the trainee Enrique so sweet little Kike what a day it's dark it's nighttime yeah it's rough uh the weather information that they have is that the visibility is good because you can see through wind and like you know it's Bilbao baby like what are you gonna do so okay okay (laughs) doing it so they board up and we got 143 souls on board so three pilots four passengers and 136 passengers it's a pretty full plane and uh we're off new plane new pilot bilbao airport and (laughs) so they take off and everything is normal normal so far no problems in Barcelona. <laughs> um, and because, not just because it's a trainee, but I'm sure additionally because it's a trainee pilot, because the the flight is so short, there's, um, as soon as they're like basically off the ground and in the air, they're already talking about landing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably also because it's a really tricky place to land. Right. So they're uh, they're going to basically like, 
it's like if you have flown to between Buffalo, New York or places like that, probably New York to Toronto is similar, you know, like any short flight like that, you basically like take off, you get up to your cruising altitude, you stay there for like five minutes and then you're on your way back down. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> they go up. And while they're already talking about, like, this is the go-around procedure, this is our, you know, alternate airport, if we can't land there, this is what it's like to land, you know, while they're doing that, it's bumpy. They're flying over these mountains, and it's a pretty, pretty turbulent, pretty uncomfortable flight. And I, again, the part of training is trying to put the new pilot in different situations. But this seems like a lot. It seems like an intense situation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think that all of the other weather-related incidents that have happened in the last few months, they weren't all trainees. So, like, experienced pilots have a difficult time landing here. Right. And again, today, on this day... <laughs> six different planes have noped out of there and landed somewhere else right so like maybe this was like a watch day you know what i mean like a like a yeah shadow like a real shadow day right or yeah i don't know man but we're landing we're we're doing it okay we're doing it they're not they are not on this show for any reason (laughs) this is gonna be the first episode that's like and they landed safely yeah and no um so they the our poor sweet trainee is going through um the airport i can't the audacity no i'm sure i don't want to be mean to air traffic controllers the air traffic controllers report light winds and that seems not likely but they don't have the updated like information or updated equipment to give them like the consistent and the whole thing with wind is that wind can change pretty quickly right um this airport is so intense and this is one of the things that like comes up while they're flying there in this like you know hour in the sky the iberian airlines manual the iberian manual literally specifically talks about this airport and specifically says for this specific airport that if the winds are coming from the south, they should expect wind shear. Wind shear being like rapid, sudden changes in the direction and speed of the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they should not even try to land, period, if the uh, winds at the airport exceed 20 knots. Oh, wow. So that right now, the winds are not um exceeding that at the airport like down on the ground they're not exceeding 20 knots uh the wind is very much coming from the south meaning Mm. that it's like that particularly chaotic wind coming down off that mountain range into this like vortex (laughs) as they're like doing all this they're getting tossed around quite a bit by turbulence there are like gusts of headwinds just on the way at cruising altitude there are headwinds gusting at them over 55 knots so like geez very very strong (laughs) headwinds up at altitude so our sweet trainee maybe he's loving it maybe he's a total cowboy and this is the best day of his life i don't know like who can say 
but uh <laughs> and then as they're going over like the specifics for like preparing for the landing and like the specific of like what runway they're going to land on and all of that they are also landing on the more difficult runway the more difficult Great. runway uh that requires them to so if you imagine you've got to if you're so if you're going going to a runway in a valley surrounded by mountains then you have to fly high for longer cuz you have to be above the mountains and then descend really in a steep way right cuz you have to go from like up over the mountains to down on the ground rapidly so the glide slope is very steep so and they happen to be landing on the runway that requires an even steeper glide slope. Jeez. So we're we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's fine. So they are talking to air traffic control. They're all so planes have landed today. <laughs> you know, there's an airport for a reason. Right. So sure. uh, not everyone has landed who intended to, but you know, we're, we're doing it. So they are. Uh, are coming in and they have passed over the mountains they're descending on that sharp glide slope down toward the airport it's a it is a clear beautiful night they can see the airport there they can see the lights we're getting like a gusts of wind and kind of getting a little bit tossed around but we're staying on top of it mm-hmm. and again there's no ILS system at this airport so you have to land it manually so our sweet boy our sweet trainee Kike is going to land this plane by hand um, a thing about Airbus planes, another thing, is uh, both pilots can, like, input into the controls at the same time. So there's two sticks. Each of the pilot has a stick. And they can both move them at the same time. They're supposed to have this button that they push on the side that, like, it, I am the pilot in command. But that doesn't stop the other person from putting in controls. Hmm. But it's supposed to be like if you've seen it in movies, you've heard people talk about it, or maybe you're a pilot, you say like I have command, like when you're the one flying the plane. Um so they're coming in and they get to four hundred feet above the ground. They can see the airport, they're looking at it. It's a few miles ahead of them. They're doing this. They disconnect the autopilot so that they can land by hand. And they, as soon as they, like, disconnect and are, they're both, it's supposed to be Kike flying the plane because, but he is also a trainee. So maybe that's increasing the, the captain's propensity to also put inputs in. Plus the Mm. wind is, like, tossing them around. But if both of them put in any, if, if both pilots move the stick at the same time Mm -hmm. an audible warning goes off and says dual input dual input saying like you're both giving me information but what the plane actually does this plane what it does if they both put inputs in it adds them together so if you both push forward a little bit then i will add those together and push together like push forward more if you do opposite things, if one person pulls back and the other per, 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 
person pushes forward then it's just like i'm gonna ignore this because you guys can't agree like stop fighting mom and dad like (laughs) so like so and so it adds together whatever inputs it receives okay but it also won't let you exceed safe limits so if you tell it if like both pilots pull back it's not going to pick up the nose so sharply that right. they stall out because it, it caps the inputs at within safe limits. Okay. Okay. So basically, so they are at 400 feet above the ground, disconnect the autopilot right away. They're both, they're both flying the plane. They're getting the dual input thing. And neither of them is saying I have command, but they both know it's supposed to be Kike because he's the trainee. So they're just getting the like dual input, like warning over and over again because they're both trying to respond to this wind and the wind is tossing them around like a rag doll the wind oh is just blowing like all over the place but they're doing it hey we're still in the air we can see the airport we're gonna be there in time for dinner like they are landing and at 200 feet above the ground 200 feet above the ground runway is right in front of them they can see it a strong gust of wind like from a tailwind shoves them forward so pushes them forward and they have to like slow down they have to like respond to that because they need to keep their speed pretty exact in order to land safely right Right. at a hundred feet above the ground they're trying to like get down onto the ground right 100 feet the runway is right there people who god bless them the people of bilbao are looking at their houses out their windows thinking we're gonna land any second here right 100 feet above the ground there's an updraft so wind like pushes the plane up while they're trying to go down and then as they're going forward and trying to respond to that, still trying to fly toward the runway, which is right there now, uh, the wind switches and they get a downdraft and the downdraft shoves them down toward the ground. When the wind starts to pull them back up and they're like right on top of the runway, trainee pushes, like tries to push the nose of the plane down because the runway's right there. I'm trying to get down to the runway and I'm trying to work against the wind. With the downdraft, and Kike pushing the nose of the plane down too fast. Like, oh my gosh, they're going to slam into the ground like before the runway. So both pilots at the same time pull back on their stick to pick the nose back up. Now, that should make the plane go up fast because they've both pulled back to to lift the nose of the plane nothing happens the plane just doesn't respond to that input at all the plane does not respond at the same moment the captain pushes the thrust all the way forward tries to shove the engines like to full throttle because he wants to pick the nose up and go around because they're going to crash and so the engines go forward but the plane doesn't go up and Bam! The nose gear of the plane slams into the end of the runway. Just bam. The nose gear can't handle the force and just collapses. And so it's bam, bam. And the nose of the plane is just dragging along the ground. The rear landing gear slams down onto the ground. So both pilots, this time again, try to pick up the nose of the plane. They, the nose lifts up, but the plane doesn't leave the ground. So the rear landing gear is still on the ground, like skidding along, but the nose is like floating, hovering above 
above the runway mm. they uh, can't do that so the the plane just bam one more time the nose slams down into the ground and just the nose just scrapes down oh. the runway the engines had been at full thrust they pull them back but now the engines are dragging because with the nose gear collapsed the, the oh engines God, are just right. dragging along the runway sparks flying everything they can't control without the nose gear and with the engines pointed down like that they can't control the plane to keep it on the runway so the plane skids off the runway the tires all explode of the plane and it skids off the runway into the grass next to the air next to the runway and stops and the captain is immediately like off 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 like evacuate get everybody off the plane everybody lived oh so all the people yes thank god (laughs) all the people lived the forces of those impacts so there were really three hard impacts for the front of the plane and Mm -hmm. one very hard impact for the back of the plane so like the first time when the when the gear, the nose gear first hit the ground, then the second time when it collapsed and then it bounced back up and hovered and then it collapsed a third time. So the front of the plane, there were some some injuries. There were 25 right. injuries and seven people who actually had to go to the hospital, but nobody oh, wow. okay. died. No one was considered like a serious injury. All the people lived. Jeez. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. The plane, the brand new oh, baby no. plane did not live. It just got smashed into the ground a bunch of times. It got it's smashed not... into the No. Yeah. It did not live. And here's like the forces if the plane hadn't been so new, it definitely might have broken apart. Like the oh. force of that like impact right. or those multiple impacts. It's 100% possible like other planes have definitely broken up from that amount of force right so it's like marvelous that the plane held together so it it didn't live long but it did it protected those people right um poor Enrique did he continue to fly oh I don't know oh, but God. like okay so all of that happened right and here's the thing the pilots the two people who are flying that plane Paolo and Kike, they were both like, I pulled the, no, I tried to pull the nose up and the plane ignored it. And they were both like, did you do that? Yes, I did that too. Okay. We definitely did that. Right. And the investigators get them in for their interviews and they're like, guys, come on, come on. You're a trainee pilot. It's Bilbao. Like, just say you botched a landing. Like, it's fine. You don't have to say, or like, guys, or it's okay. If you don't remember it exactly accurately, it's okay. Like, this is one of those things that happens. You got a long career ahead of you, Kike. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But like, let's just, let's, you know, let's be honest with ourselves. And they were like, no, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I pulled back on the controls i pulled the nose up and the plane did not yeah right and so then you know the investigators obviously interviewing the pilots and going with their gut isn't the whole thing they checked the the flight data recorder that says all of the inputs that are put in and yeah they both pulled back 
they both pulled back and the plane did ignore them on purpose because this plane had just had a software update never ever ever update your software right away guys never don't don't update your ios don't be an early adopter wait yeah let them fix it first yeah okay they the plane had just had a like last hurrah before 9-11 update and like software update and so the plane with that new software update took like that input they both pulled back and said if I add those together, the total of that those two inputs would pull the nose up so high as to make the plane stall. So like if we were flying at altitude uh-huh. and you and I obeyed that command, I would stall. So I'm just going to completely ignore that input. And even worse, and the pilots didn't know this because they don't know what's the plane and what's wind. Like they didn't know this in the moment, but there had actually been the wind had changed in that last second and caused the plane to slow down. And so the computer had actually tried to push the nose of the plane down even harder to keep it from stalling. This software update was like not thought through, guys. No, like not, it. not like, thought through. Yeah. No. So it's it reminiscent was, of a 2001 oh, software update. Like it's very 2001 <laughs> software update. It is. Oh, it God. is. And it it basically the the change, the major change they made, like Airbus patched that, right? But yeah. the the bigger picture, like way that they resolved or tried to resolve that is they just gave uh, the pilots more control when they're like landing and during takeoff. So, okay. so when they're low to the ground like that, the plane can't make decisions. Like pilots need to be able to make those yeah. like small corrections or right. big corrections depending on what's going on. So the computer can't just ignore what they're telling it to do. Right. Right. So they updated their whole system. So the pilots have a lot more control when they're that close to the ground. And uh, Spain, the like Spanish investigative uh, agency was like, okay, we really got to do something about Bilbao. Don't we? (laughs) So like, yeah, if you fly there now, They've got some better equipment, right? It's great. I don't know if it's a comfortable flight. I truly don't. I have no idea. I would love to go here. Like, it would be, I would very much like to go there. I think, like, the language, it, I whenever, like, I, like, a handful of times in my life, it's, like, caught my ear because, like, Mm. Basque is, like, a very pretty language. Like, Mm -hmm. it just is a really, has a nice sound. Like, I want to go here. Yeah. (laughs) I will take a train, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. But, um, But let's just uh, take the flight just yeah. for this, this podcast, just for the experience. Yeah. yeah. And we'll report back. Yeah. Do please do report back. <laughs> yeah. Or if any of you, I don't know, do we have any listeners in Spain? Yeah, I mean, I, I bet so. it's beautiful. Yeah. I bet. It, I've never yeah. been. My European like history and geography is a D minus at best. No, no, no. It's getting better all the time. We're all just the gonna time. Keep, of course. We're, we're going to keep doing this show and we're exactly. going to talk about it. 
right? Because that like helps, right? You got the little the little club foot of Spain right. and Portugal above Morocco, about right there. Yeah, and then you got the mountains. It's across in from between. the boot, though, right? Like the part it's you're a- talking about is across from the boot down there. It is west it's- of the boot. Yes. Okay. Yes. West yes. of the boot. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. That. See. See. It's you like got down it. There, it though. Yeah. It's, it's down Spain's, there. Oh yeah. It's Spain's right there. The it's right there side. with the boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Yep. Bingo, right. bango. Right. So, yeah. It's in all that that whole... I don't know. I, I've never been to Portugal either, but I mm. think that that, like, whole, um, like, western, northwestern, whatever, coast of, of Europe. I mean, it's south to the rest of Europe, but north right. to Spain, whatevs. But, <laughs> um, like, that whole coast, I think, must be really nice, and I've never oh been Oh, my there. God, yeah. But yeah. yeah, actually, um, the UK, hello, friends, mm-hmm. British friends, the UK has like really, really surpassed Canada now as our like second, like second, the country with the second most listeners for us. Oh, so right. maybe we can go to Europe. Yeah. Maybe we, we can go to the UK. Do a little tour yeah. of Europe. A little tour. That'd be fun. Or just, tour. <laughs> just go to the UK. I yeah, want to yeah. go, if I go to the UK, though, a big part of me really would like to go to, like, I don't know, like a village. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, totally. But maybe that's not, I don't know how convenient it would be for people. But, <laughs> um, Find me a village. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so Airbus wow. updated their software. I hope, I mean, I don't know the pilots' names, which is probably a good thing because hopefully they're still flying. Yeah. And um the uh they stuck to their guns that it was good for them, that they yeah. had there was some like hey guys, like maybe like should you ever have been in that situation? Like was this wise to try to make the trainee pilot land? And like you you weren't like neither of you was actually formally taking command, which is again part of what caused this. So, like, you know, guys, like, yeah, you can you can make better choices, but like, it's, fundamentally, it was right. it was the aircraft. Right. It was the weather conditions. It was the aircraft, and maybe also, you know, uh, not being by the book. Yeah, you know for them but but yeah i mean i don't know all of us have had like a teacher or a parent or a coach or somebody like that who instead of being like you're learning this so you'll like learn you will like have experiences that Mm -hmm. are commiserate with your current like knowledge and experience and you know, other people who are, you know, throw you in the deep end of the pool or whatever are just like, hey, you know, you you can't call yourself a pilot if you haven't landed at Bilbao yet or right. whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. I don't know that they were like that. I just some people philosophically do throw really, really, really hard tasks at unexperienced yeah. people. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for sure. So and I think I think to like as. I don't know. Hmm. Um, I lost my thought. You're thinking like as a passenger, this would not be <laughs> like you would like them. That would to be make horrifying. More... No, as a passenger, it would be <laughs> horrifying. And I, I do want to fly into it one day just to be a passenger. But 
um no it was about oh like i can also imagine not for an investigation because all of that stuff does have to be by the book and like you know there are Mm. clearly like reports and data points that we can point to to see what was wrong but i can also see the perspective of like yeah you just crashed like i don't know a million millions of dollars (laughs) worth of equipment don't worry about it it fucking happens like you know that that kind of thing (laughs) that would probably be maybe not i don't know there's a lot of context to like flying but i can see like myself saying that to somebody of like yeah don't worry about it you know yeah just 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 tell me the truth of what happened like everyone does it everyone crashes a plane like yeah like you're not even the you're literally not the only person in the last three weeks so like don't worry about right it's like one of those things be candid yeah yeah right like you know i'm not billing you for the plane so oh my god imagine no no that's what it would be impossible i mean it would literally be impossible no just like here's my bankruptcy it would probably be great if you had any debt beforehand right. and then you got right. like a bill for 91 million dollars or whatever <laughs> i'd be like awesome now i have no debt Thanks. <laughs> bankruptcy yeah like thank you for giving me a reason to declare right. bankruptcy <laughs> but yeah yeah uh i hope i mean yeah that's what insurance exactly it's fine it, they make enough money yeah or you it's, don't and, and you go out of business lives. sorry yeah they're still ticking though iberia at least yeah, there you go I think they are. I'm pretty sure. I haven't checked recently, but I don't know how the pandemic I mean, treated them. If they have how many planes crashing into that airport? Oh, I know. Well, they hopefully it's the other ones lived. Right, <laughs> which right, the right, plane, right. Yeah. But um, still, I would yeah, imagine I the uh, the insurance on those planes is pretty oof, expensive. Oof. Yeah, Iberia is still going strong. They're Perfect. Yeah. They figured it out. I mean, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. They did it. They, uh, you know, and they handled it, right? Yeah. They did the evacuation. Those flight attendants. Yep. Clutch. Handled it. Bad. I thought, honestly, right. I thought the plane was going to burst into flames and everyone died. But right. I'm very happy right. they did Because a, a lot of times when there's wind like this, there's also some, you know, in places where, like, you know, you and I have lived, yeah. it would come along with rain and it right. wasn't raining or anything like that. So a fire would have been very serious. Yeah. And it definitely could have caught on fire with the engines just dragging along the ground like that. Right. Ugh, gosh. Yeah. You know what, too? I don't, again, this may have changed, but the any the last time I was in Spain and like any time I have flown in and out of Spain, Spanish people like often will like clap after the landing which is so sweet and i like it so much yeah. and so like everybody's like gearing up to clap and then no clapping <laughs> no yeah. applause yeah i'm so sorry kike you did not get a <laughs> no, round no, of no, applause no, no. this time no no it wasn't even his fault mm, not really not, right. <laughs> no not really no. his fault no yeah, not really his what, fault yeah. yeah yeah so that's uh that's this story wow. <laughs> yeah Ugh. Everybody lived. It's good. It's all good. It is very good. Yeah. We love one where everyone lives. We do. I mean, we love them all, but you know. You know what I mean by that. I do. I do. No, no. These are 
And yeah, it's obviously more pleasant, but it's also, I know that some people listen to these and are like, now I'm afraid to fly. Yeah. And okay, maybe you don't want this to happen to you either. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah, that thing where people, I think, you know, all of us like imagine that a plane crash is just, you know, like always means everyone dying and that yeah. is not the case at all. Right. Right. So yeah goodness yeah but you have a a spain fact (laughs) i don't have a spain fact but i have an update from something you and i were talking about yesterday Ah, um so as we were talking about the dallas zoo is been Mm, in yes oh (laughs) has been in the spotlight oh the (laughs) The poor dallas zoo is going through it so for those of you who don't know it's it's um it's not funny but it is a little bit funny it's, it's a just little, it's, it's a hard, little it's, funny it's yeah. a little funny because it's kind of like like i was saying to you yesterday it's kind of like reading the podcast before it's released like someone is 100 percent going to make a podcast oh, yeah. about animals escaping from the zoo from this like, 100%. from these incidents so and i'm so excited f- for those of you who don't it. know the Dallas Zoo over the past two weeks has had some, uh, maybe some questionable things happen. I don't know if they're related. I don't want to make any speculation. I certainly am not doing a podcast about it. Uh, <laughs> no. And that, has to be my, a, that journalists need to do that. Not, a, right. not I mean, maybe, I think if, if we didn't, if you didn't have a job, I think you could like kill it as a, like if you were not currently right. doing a job oh, totally. that is not journalism, yeah. you would be a killer journalist. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So the, basically the only research that I've done on this Dallas Zoo specifically is on Twitter. So Straight from the source, right from Dallas Zoo. Straight from the source. Um, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, a, I didn't even look this up, Jesus. Like, uh, some sort of leopard got out, right? Like a, a snow, snow leopard, leopard or something, or something right? like that, yeah. Um, and it kind of, it was just like one of those tweets that, like, went viral on Twitter. And so, everyone was talking about it. It was trending for a long time, and everyone was, you know... Just like sharing memes about it. Leopard so it was like a Right, right. So wait, did you actually say a snow leopard escaped, or did you say a snow leopard or something? And then I knew what you were talking about. Did we do that probably. thing again where we don't say the thing? Because you Sorry. don't know this, friends, yeah. but like I've had to edit out things because Mariah and I just both know what we're talking about. So we never actually Horrible. say the thing. That's what ADHD <laughs> does. We finish each other's That is, stuff. that's ADHD, baby. But. <laughs> Okay. Um, a snow leopard escaped. Escaped from the Dallas Zoo. Yes. Uh. Then okay. Then they found the leopard, and everyone on Twitter was like, "Oh my god, they found the leopard! Yay!" Very like celebratory to Dallas Zoo. It was like a thing on Twitter. Then a yeah. week later, one of like a rare, um, not extinct. What's the other word? <laughs> Obviously, it's not oh, extinct. Endangered. Endangered um vulture just died um i don't know how long they live it was like a 20 year old bird i have no idea didn't look that up but it died and it was like a big thing long time though yeah right and so i think people were like wait a minute this is weird then yesterday um they were trending again because they had another animal 
what they thought escaped actually the they had two monkeys that were stolen um stolen out of their exhibit uh the exhibit had been tampered with and they were like literally stolen out of the zoo the monkeys have been located um they were like near some abandoned building or something wait (laughs) (laughs) quite literally they were just hanging out or no they 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 were like they were stolen yeah someone they they weren't found with anybody i they there hasn't been a ton of information released we're gonna get another update tomorrow from the dallas police department but um from what i've seen other reports are saying that they were like found in an abandoned building somewhere uh or like near an abandoned house or something like that um and there were no there was no one around they were just there um and so someone found them and return them to the zoo which is good which is great yeah so they're back <laughs> um, home so they are back home but somebody stole them someone stole them from the zoo also <laughs> i don't know what the doubt Dal- someone needs to go and revamp the dallas zoo's twitter and like social media presence <laughs> because Aww. just god bless um Aww. but they've like Eight hours ago, they like posted a picture of this guy, and they're like, "Has anyone seen this guy? We want to talk to him about our monkeys." Oh my gosh! And everyone's <gasps> like, "What the fuck? Like, what is happening?" So very. They posted like a picture. Yes, of like the guy of a guy eating Doritos, and no. <laughs> said, "Anyone, anyone with information, please contact." And then they gave the contact, but it was the Dallas uh, Police Department. Uh, it was like a picture from them. So they they retweeted oh it and commented. It was funny. So oh I don't know gosh. if that's he looks. Yeah, I mean he looks like a kid. He looks like a teenager. So I don't know if that's him. Maybe he just was like, "Hey, Dow Sue's got some like issues a- going on. Now's the time to get my monkeys." I don't know. He wants to be like Justin the- Bieber or something. Oh. Insane. Horrifying. That- <laughs> so, if anyways, a teenager. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Has like has just been because that's what brian and i were talking about like if it's like sabotage or whatever right you know and if it was like a disgruntled zookeeper yes or like an intern or something and if it right. is like what oh i want somebody make this movie yeah like it's somebody who's like a kid who like whatever was shoplifting and yes. had to do community service at the zoo and it's just like <laughs> i like these monkeys you can't tame me or these animals exactly. and lets them go steals the monkeys like make that movie yes please we need to know uh, we need to know yeah um so the fact was gonna be about what we had talked about which is how many animals actually escape from the zoo oh. every year and that information is not widely available let me tell you uh-huh. I have oh. looked and looked. I can't find any solid, like, n- collection of data. It looks like all of the zoos probably just report that stuff individually. Um, yeah. Because there are tons of articles about different zoos having, like, you know, a certain amount of escapes each year or whatever. Um, but there was one article or one thing that I had found on a website called governmentaddict.org. Have you heard of this? No. So it is um their their slogan is rummaging in the government's attic. 
And basically, oh. they it's like an organization that just files a bunch of FOIA requests, which for anyone who doesn't know, you can file what's called a FOIA, which is uh, the Freedom of Information Act request to the government and any like public information that's available, they have to give it to you. So mm-hmm. this organization just files a bunch of FOIA requests on like random shit and they compile all the data and just have that's it available cool. for free on their website. So that's cool. Yeah. So shout out to that website. But that um led me to a Smithsonian um report. Um a, a Smithsonian zoo report. So they have like the National Zoo or whatever mm-hmm. in DC. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and it was a report of all of their ex- escape attempts <laughs> from uh, what is it? 2014 to 2021. Um, wow. And so it's like a, it's a just a report, and it's not that long. It's not that many. Uh, mostly, it's birds, like you know, slipping through the cracks or whatever. And like mm. most of the <laughs> most of the bird like summary of event is just like bird escaped and was hiding behind the zoo sign or like. Bird escaped yeah. and was just welcoming guests in the exhibit or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There were 2015 was a rough year. They had like 11 oh. escapes. Oh no! Um, oh. Including right. one. Um, how do you say this? Tamandua. Tamandua. It's like an anteater. Sure. Oh. Um, how did that escape? Right. So this is the summary. Uh, keeper staff observed female was not in exhibit, checked both sides of their exhibit, did a visual sweep of the building, and then called for help. Within minutes, staff on site searched a zoo as zoo police arrived and used flashlights and found the female on pipes running above the stairwell. Oh my gosh. She was returned to her enclosure unharmed in a crate. Naughty. Naughty. Um, Naughty. Yeah, so there was like there was a zebra that escaped. So I it a ap- zebra it apparently happens. Yeah, a bobcat, um oh, a man. red panda. No. Oh no. Prairie dog. They're silly little <laughs> a bunch a of pigeons pet. escaped. Pigeons? Yep, bunch of pigeons. Why did they have them? I don't know. In band-tailed pigeons. Some fancy pigeon maybe? Right. Ah. Uh. We wanted mm. to get pigeons. We were all like geared up to get pigeons. Yes. And, but Nando is like. Will kill somebody. He is like a. Uh, he is like now that he's back to like full health. He is like he would murder them. He And he likes any toys with feathers specifically are his like he's obsessed with them. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think we can no. put Pidgeys through that. Not in this apartment. Maybe yeah. if we have like a you know a home where right. we can keep him. Yeah. But he like watches. We feed the birds outside and the squirrels, <laughs> and he's like, you can just see like his brain. He's just like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm gonna I want those. kill all of you one day. Yeah. Like, but he will not. We will definitely not let him outside. <laughs> but right. he is in. He would be an ecological disaster. Yeah. <laughs> if he yes. got out so oh my god no yeah way. he really would but yeah but we uh play with him with toys with with feathers so yeah 
Yeah. And your little Gatito loves the feather toys too, you said. Yes, right? he does. He does. Yeah. He goes crazy for them. He's been yeah. sleeping soundly after going nuts all day. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Give him like a good workout. Yeah. But, so. oh, that is so we'll see. bananas. Yeah. There was a, uh, yeah, and that was just the Smithsonian Zoo. I mean, that's one zoo out of how one many? One zoo. So I think yeah. it's pretty common that there are, like, incidents where animals get out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think even if you, if you have, like, a lot of pets in your apartment, they might get out. Right, so, exactly. You know, like, they're professionals. They're animals, and yeah. It's like, yeah. Right. But, but if they want to, if they put their mind to it, you yeah, know. Yeah, they're going to get out. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite zoo or anything like that or like zoos that you particularly like? Um, I don't think I've been to a lot of zoos, to be honest. Like I've only been mm-hmm. to the Buffalo Zoo. I've been to the Bronx Zoo. I, like I don't think I've been to any other zoos. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Was the zoo like my, not like a big thing for your family? My dad was always the one who brought me to the zoo and he hated zoos because he thought it was cruel. <laughs> So but he was like, this is still an experience that you have to do because you're a child yeah. of the 90s yes. and yeah. you just have to go to the zoo. But I hate it. So it wasn't like a I thing. Know. There are like definitely better zoos and worse zoos. But yeah. I've heard the Pittsburgh yeah. Zoo is amazing. I don't know. Have you been? I have not. Yeah. No. Um, I actually the Queen Zoo that was like right across. Oh, from yeah. We, we kind of walked place. around that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. We walked around that dome yeah. of birds. Yeah. Um, I like that zoo, I think specifically because, like, of all the zoos I've been to, a lot of times there's kind of like, okay, so, like, the Toronto Zoo is um, very big. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And, like, the enclosures are very large. And the animals have like a lot of places where they can like hide and yeah. feel like safe. So it's yeah. like good for the animals. You might not see a lot of animals when you go there. Right. Right. Um, Which like zoos have. Zoos have like a purpose. Right. So zoos yeah. help make animals important to people. Right. Like they they give people like a visceral connection. Like I don't want this animal to be extinct. Right. Because I care about it, so I will, like, support efforts to protect them or, like, you know, things like that. And some zoos have, you know, breeding programs for endangered animals and things like that. Like, they have positive purpose, right? Um, And I think a lot of, I think a lot are geared towards more conservation now, obviously. There's definitely some zoos that are where you're like, yeah, this is bad. Like any, like, backwoods zoos, no. No. Oh, no. The Queen Zoo, I don't, it's, uh, but every, every place I've ever been to, it, the animals seem pretty like lethargic mm-hmm. and that's, doesn't feel great. Right. Yeah. Um, but the Queen Zoo, I have no idea why, but the animals always seem like happy and busy. I can't mm. explain it. Yeah. I don't know. Like all the animals, I've never been to a zoo where the animals seem so yeah like playful and like happy i don't know if they do like a lot of enrichment with them or what the deal is but the animals are just like more more active and not active in like a feisty like yeah like heightened state like more of a normal animal state yeah 
Yeah, I don't know how they, and they have my, like, they have those tiny deer. Are they Saula? Is that what they're called? Like those oh, little yeah, yeah, deer? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love those deer. Yeah, they're really cute. Yeah. Right, like, like feeding a lion, mm, maybe not great, you know? Yeah. Maybe, like. Do you say eating or beating? <laughs> either. <laughs> no. no. Feeding, no. like Stop. hand feeding, like. No. You know oh, what I mean? you're like, talking about like giving them meat. Like, like here's your meat personal. for the day. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like, and obviously they probably couldn't create an environment where a lion would hunt, but like, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's sometimes they do though, man, because like there are like birds and like rats and mice and stuff mm. like that get into their cages, so or into their enclosures. So sometimes they do end up hunting because i've definitely like well it's new york like and right. like rats are gonna get into their right. enclosures and i just like it was yeah. a mistake yeah a big mistake big mistake and i will say but, to redeem the dallas zoo a little bit when i was looking through their twitter they had some videos of like you know babies that they have just been born or whatever but i was mm. looking through the videos of the enclosures and the enclosures look amazing like they oh, they cool. look nice and big the hippos have like a huge waterfall and a ton of water sand like it looks like a really good zoo so i is hope the dallas zoo where fiona and ophelia my favorite hippos live oh. have you seen yeah i know fiona i don't know where fiona is and fiona i think ophelia is fiona's mom are they at the dallas zoo i love them pygmy hippos yeah because big real hippo full-size hippos (laughs) super scary yeah and dangerous but little pygmy hippos so cute (laughs) cincinnati cincinnati zoo cincinnati okay fuck cincinnati just kidding we love you cincinnati oh yeah no but fuck cincinnati we almost didn't talk about football no but cincinnati's gonna have to fucking wait for our visit literally not getting my you're not getting any of my whatever it's called. What's the thing? Tourism dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, not a dime. No, no. But then they are fucked because they lost yeah. to um, yeah. Casey. So exactly. Oh, OK. My heart. We have to talk about it briefly. Yeah, we have to. I'm sorry. You guys can all, you know, it. this is football talk. Yeah. So, you know, 70 percent of you are, are free to go. An American football, much. American football. Yeah. Definitely American football. Yeah. You you don't hurt our feelings if you stop listening now. And no, like, no, I love no. You. Have a great night. We love okay. you. Mariah, yes. you and I, oh my you God. and Ty, we're in New York watching <coughs> the Kansas City versus the Bengals yeah. game. And Brian and I were here watching it. That was brutal. Not as brutal as the Eagles versus... Oh, my God. Um, that, yeah. Who, who did they uh, play? 49ers. Yeah, the the Eagles versus the 49ers. That was the worst thing I've ever seen. That was yeah. so brutal. Yeah, that was brutal. Um but Kansas City versus Bengals I would be Burrow, okay, is a scary robot. He's yeah. so scary. And um Ty loves um Ty Pat- likes Kansas City, right? Yeah, or he likes he Patrick only, Mahomes. Like, he likes yeah. He likes the organization. He's you know he's originally a Steeler fan. So, and like the yeah. Steelers organization, they've only had three head coaches 
ever. Really? Yeah. Because it's like a f- like such a good place to be, I guess, in that wow. that like type of organization and wow. um yeah. yeah. So he's very much like all about the organization. <laughs> and he likes he yeah. likes Kansas City for that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, which is like I, fair, I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And like I like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, and Patrick Mahomes, I mean He's a great football player. He's, am- he's amazing. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. So good. He it was obviously hurting bad and he ran and got I mean, oh gosh, that was I'm anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> none of you watch this game. None of it none of this matters, but this is what matters, yeah. guys. This is the point. I have been Yes. All season long, anyone who watches football with me has had to endure me saying like intentional grounding, intentional grounding, yeah. intentional grounding all yeah. throughout the whole game because they they never call it. So never. intentional grounding for anyone who doesn't know but is listening for some reason is when <laughs> the quarterback like throws the ball to get rid of it. But there's obviously he's not actually throwing it to anyone. He's just getting rid of it because he doesn't want to get sacked. So right. he doesn't want to get tackled. And that's fine. That should just be allowed. It yeah. should just be allowed. Right. But instead of actually changing the rules and just allowing them to do that, they just never call intentional grounding right. and like give them a penalty for it ever. And then this week in the AFC championship game, one game before the Super Bowl, they call yeah. an intentional fo- an intentional grounding foul on burrow yeah the scary robot and he did not deserve that no he did not deserve that after period. especially after and getting sacked like four times exactly. in the first two minutes exactly like, like i was i would be so angry yeah. if i was if i was him or anyone i am angry i am in fact angry i don't have to make up a scenario <laughs> where i would be angry i am angry yeah that they did that yeah and like the NFL needs to just make up its mind and I think they should make up their mind to take it out of the yeah. like rules completely. Yeah. But that's why it mm, right. you know cuz yeah. Brian as soon as, as they soon threw a flag as, yeah. as soon as they threw the flag and I was just like <gasps> cuz yeah. Brian all year has been like yeah they just they just don't call it anymore don't worry about it and I did it and ah and then I called <laughs> the you I called you and you yeah. just picked up the phone and said intentional grounding. Yes. I was like ah! And Ty, ah! Ty, after we hung up the phone, he was like, that was the yeah. best phone call you've ever gotten. And I oh. know now why you started giggling when you saw Casey's <laughs> name come up on your phone. Yes. Because I knew exactly. But did you and Ty, was Ty already being like, well, that's kind of crappy? Um, No, I don't think we, <laughs> I don't think there was enough time. <laughs> I think it was pretty instantaneous. Somebody <laughs> needs to elevate this to the nfl somebody elevate this to the nfl please i don't have twitter and i'm not going to get one for this but like no it's not worth it it's crap yeah it's garbage it's total garbage and i don't think i don't think the Bengals were gonna win that game but i would be very furious yeah yeah and he was just like laughing and smiling afterwards i was like damn I don't know. Scary how. robot burrow. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, so scary. Freaky. Well. Yeah. I know. <sighs> On to next year. Always. Yeah. The life of a Bills fan. 
Yeah. <sighs> All right. But um. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. who do you think it's going to be in the Super Bowl? Um. I mean, not who do you think it's going to be? We yeah, know who it's yeah. going to be, but who do you think is going to win? It's tough. Um, I want Philly to win because of Jalen Hunts, Hurts, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, mm. the quarterback. Mm. Um, but it's Philly, so you know, God bless everyone I from Philly. Think they're gonna. Win. Yeah, I think they're gonna I win. I do. I think they're gonna win. I think the. And I'm yeah, just so think... sick of hearing about Patrick fucking Mahomes that I just cannot take if he wins another Super Bowl. That's just even Ty, though. <laughs> like, that's just Ty. <laughs> Ty has but a it's lot like, to say about But Patrick it's Mahomes. Tony Romo. It's everybody. Like, it's 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 everybody. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I like Patrick I, Mahomes. I, that's the yeah. thing. I like Patrick Mahomes. He's a fantastic right. football player. It's everybody else who talks about him that makes me want to hate him. Yeah, that's fair. And I, I think that... I don't think anybody can beat the Eagles this year. And yeah. to be blunt, I think that if the Bills had beat the Bengals and if they oh had my God. beat KC, which would have been tough, I just don't think anyone can beat the Eagles this year. No, and no. Maybe and I'm wrong. But with Yeah, with the way that the Bills have been playing and just everything. Like, look, I don't care. I don't care if it's soft. What they went through, what like everybody went mm. through. Mm-hmm. you know usually i'm the one yeah. being like i don't give a shit they make millions and millions of dollars like okay but no amount of money can prepare or like yeah i guess just prepare you for the type of year that they've had and all of the different yeah. just challenges that they've had to face but yeah. like they're they're human you know so it's yeah, it's okay right, right. You know, yeah. like we wouldn't expect, like I wouldn't, if you were Josh Allen, I wouldn't expect you to win that game, you know? No. No, I wish it hadn't been such a rough game. Yeah, it was tough. It was a bad way to end the season for sure. Yeah. Because it was it's a tough game. Because it's like, it felt like a game where it was just like, yeah, okay, we'll get better next week, you know? That's what right. it felt like. It just felt like an off game, but it couldn't. And I just ran out right. of steam. Well, last year... Like the playoffs game last year was like the most incredible playoffs game. Oh my god! Yeah, or something. Like it was unbelievable. That was like playoffs football. <sighs> yeah, and the Bills' last two games were not. No, 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 no. They were done. But, they were out of steam, yeah. and it like totally get it. You know, totally. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone they, needs to relax I mean, with the Josh Allen and Sean McDermott hate. Like just. I'll just take oh, a breath. It's so misplaced. Let's take a breath. But that's and anybody who does that, I just feel like I I don't know. Like what? Like is that who you want to be as a person? Like right. do you want to be that person who is like all on board when things are going well, exactly. and then it's just like you're garbage as soon as like they have a bad game? Like is that right? Do you really want to be that person? Right. And I wonder how many people were like that with Jim Kelly while he was playing. Oh, a hundred percent. And now I'm he's sure tons a of literal people. god in Buffalo. Like, relax. Oh, have I told my Jim Kelly story on this show before? I don't think so. My airport Jim Kelly story. It's too embarrassing. I'll tell it another time. <laughs> okay. But somebody out there who knows can say whether or not I've told that story before. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> yeah, that w- it'll be a nice test. <laughs> it would be great if you guys could tell us if we've done stuff before. <laughs> oh my god! So if helpful. anyone wants to compile my facts, that oh. would be mm. yes, very helpful. Yeah, but I don't think you've ever told the same fact twice. Well, that's the other <sighs> thing. Like. Oh, I love all of you so much and some of you have been so kind and have reached out to tell us that you're like they found our podcast and you're like binge listening to all of them yeah. which for me like it's so sweet it's so kind but it is also feels like oh god Ooh, don't oh, no. read my diary <laughs> don't write <Yeah. laughs> like I just need to like delete every don't read my that's, very like, public than- yeah right more than because it's but that's just how it is if you like make anything yeah. right you feel embarrassed of the older stuff right like that's just it's not no way to live i guess but nah it's out there yeah. now no taking it's it back out there now on the internet yeah my phone heard it yeah so. <laughs> i love you mariah i love you I too love you so much thanks if you've stayed this long we love you yeah yeah thank you and um I love you, Mariah. We love all of you. Yeah. I'll see you next week. Sounds good. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Pod Crashed. We so hope you enjoyed it. Apologies if you can hear my radiator hissing in the background. Uh... Yeah, if you noticed anything that we got wrong or if you get in touch with us for any reason, you can email us at thepodcrashed at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or TikTok. We love you guys. Uh, This comes out before the Super Bowl and there will be one more episode before the Super Bowl. So probably only three more weeks of football content. Thanks for sitting through it. If that's not something you care about, send us your hot takes if you do care. And we'll see you next week.